Life's a Pitch was recorded in front of a live studio audience. Welcome to the Life's a Pitch podcast, the show where we pitch the best movies that will never get made. I'm Tom McGrath. And I'm Matt Turner. This is the podcast where we ask you, the listener, to give us a title of a movie that doesn't exist. Yet. We then collaborate to create a pitch for that movie, complete with casting, story beats, and sometimes even marketing. Without further ado, this week's main feature is... Sitcoms! Sit... Coms. Sitcoms. Situation. Comedies. Yes. We, yeah. We never pitch comedies, Tom. We're, We're ne- breaking the rules. Well, I'm constantly pitching sitcoms as in our life as a sitcom. Yeah. Remember when I used to do that? Remember when I used to stare off at a <laughs> studio audience and constantly break the fourth wall? <laughs> Just in case. Just in case. You're a character in a sitcom. Yeah. Because sometimes it feels that way. <laughs> Well, very much. I don't think I do. I do remember that, Tom, because very much like a, a side character in a sitcom. I don't notice when you do that. <laughs> oh, that's a shame. <laughs> well, it's kind of like in uh, Fleabag, where she gets pulled up on 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 oh, yeah. the fourth wall. Yeah, yeah. And then someone goes, "What are you? What yeah. are you staring?" But that for? was before Fleabag, wasn't it? So I've been doing that way before. Yeah. What's her name was doing it. Yeah. So true. yeah, sitcoms. It wasn't before Car- Carissa explains it all, though. No. Oh, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> or Malcolm in the Middle. Shh. Or Shut up. Dougie Hauser. Shut up. <laughs> Dougie Hauser. That's good. Yeah, before I was born. <laughs> You've made your point. You have made your point. Um, it's not. Tom, Tom, I, I didn't start. You didn't, you didn't start the soliloquy. <laughs> I'm sorry, Tom. You didn't. You didn't invent the soliloquy. I can dream, Matthew. <laughs> I can dream. Uh, who did invent the soliloquy? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I've done enough soliloquies, soliloquies you can shake a spear at. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, so we're going to do we're going to do some sitcoms. Yeah. Importantly, we're going to be given the situations presumably probably by the by the titles. Maybe who knows? Who knows? Um, well, I know that usually on this podcast we get uh, titles from our audience yeah. on Facebook and Twitter yeah. to, um, to 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 give us fake titles for sitcoms in this case yeah. that will never get made. Yeah, um, where 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 have these come from? They've come from facebook.com forward slash Life's a Pitch Podcast and Twitter at Life's a Pitch Show. You can give us a follow there, give us a like, and uh, yeah, give us your titles. We, we usually post genre posts out on Friday. Yep. Um, this week it was sitcoms. Yes. And as it's pilot season, apparently, we're just going to pitch some <laughs> sitcoms out. You know, see... See, see if anyone fit- picks anything up. Yeah. Like, oh, you know what? We would really like to develop that. Yeah. <laughs> All of these people would love to develop, Matt. Yeah. I don't know why you're selling, selling us so short. I mean... I haven't been contacted by anyone yet. I have. Oh, I've yeah. been contacted by NBC saying, you got any sitcoms for us, Tom? I'm just like, well... <laughs> Listen this week. Listen this NBC. week. We've got something coming to, coming for you. Yeah, yep. coming soon. Mm-hmm. So without further ado, yep. for pilot season, let's get on with the show, shall we? Let's do it. So from Tomasz Cholikowski, we've got my roommate Trent Reznor. <laughs> what? Trent Reznor, the lead singer from Nine Inch Nails. Yep, a band I have li- I've heard uh, one and a half songs of. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yep. 
Um, and, and, and I believe one of those songs was being sung by Miley Cyrus. Yeah, a version of yeah. was sung by Miley yeah. Cyrus in the Black Mirror episode mm-hmm. she was mm-hmm. in. Oh, yeah. I think that was the half a song I've heard. Yeah, yeah. Ashley O. Yep. Uh, who sung a version of Head Like a Hole. It's good, though. It was a great version. Yeah. I, I like that version. Mm. Almost as much as I like the song. <laughs> <laughs> I, I know a bit more about Night Nails. Yeah. I don't think I've listened to an entire album by them. <laughs> Do you know anything about Trent Reznor? I know that... Right. I think I've listened to... Not a full Nine Inch Nails album, but I have listened to a full um, like soundtrack album. Okay. Because he did the soundtracks for the David Fincher movies. So right. he's done the soundtracks for uh, like Social Network and Gone okay. Girl and stuff like that. So I've listened to those yep. all yeah. the way through. They're amazing soundtracks. Not, not particularly autobiographical, though, those ones. No, no, not really. <laughs> no, but I... At least you can imagine that head like a hole is, is, is Trent Reznor feeling like his head is like a hole. Yeah, <laughs> I think that's the point of that song. Yeah. My head's like a hole! I don't know, you can imagine it saying something about him. Yeah, maybe. It's Who got knows? perspective in it. Yeah, but um, Trent Reznor uh, got. He, he looks like. He looks like a meathead Neil Gaiman. A meathead Neil Gaiman. Yeah. Well, you know what that means. Yeah. You know who's who's living with with Trent Reznor? Neil Gaiman. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> My roommate Trent Reznor. Trent Reznor. Trent Reznor. I, I can't do an impression of Neil Gaiman. I hate his voice. So <laughs> I'm trying to write Trent, and you keep <laughs> blasting your guitars. It it sounds like an an industrial workforce is coming from your room, Trent Reznor. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm just putting my songs together, man. Get off my back, Neil Gaiman. <laughs> I think that's the main. Well, let's pitch a pilot for it. So, <laughs> yeah. Right. So, so, what what situation could come to? I think because they're both relatively wealthy. Yeah, yeah. They both fall for a scam mm. of of a blind bidding. Mm. You know when people are like buy this bridge or whatever, mm. right? Um, they both fall for um, you know. So it's the one where someone sold the Eiffel Tower. Yeah, that scam. Yes, right. Where they say, "Oh, uh, give us a a uh, a bid of your money in an envelope, um, and we will, you know, we'll." Yeah. Uh, and they took everyone's bid and just pissed off. Yeah. So, so Trent Reznor and Neil Gaiman. They both want to buy a flat. They want to. They're wanting to buy this old building in London. Yeah. Right. But. What they don't realise is that they actually the the thing they've bought is like behind it is like a it's like a, a dilapidated flat mm. right that is just behind that thing in the picture the scam was that they both quote unquote bought this like yeah and 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 so they like oh shit I sold my we both sold our house to get this they've spent all their money <laughs> yeah to get they spent all the money because they thought it was they thought they were buying a, la- a London landmark yeah and actually what they've done is bought a little flat above it yeah tiny <laughs> a tiny room exactly with two beds yeah and a sink it's, and a mini fridge it's above 221B uh, Baker Street okay right they thought they were buying 221B <laughs> Baker Street yeah but actually they, they bought 
a little flat but right out, out the back. The cupboard above. It's 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 the shed out the back. Yeah, yeah, okay, right. <laughs> so so they've got these two tiny little beds. Yep. Each in a corner of the room. Yep. There's a sink, yep. a mini fridge that Neil Gaiman's bought because yep. he's like, I've got my salads in here. <laughs> Extension cord. Yeah. That Trent Reznor dominates with all his pedals. <laughs> Yes, yeah, yeah. He's got his amps underneath his bed. Yeah, <laughs> he's got his bed's like uh, uh, four feet high. It's a bunk bed, and the and the hole underneath it is all the amps. Yeah. So the first hot, like first third yeah. of the episode is them putting together. Well, is, is them individually? Yeah. Putting bids on this thing, and they they both buy it. Yeah, yeah. Um, they both and they sold. turn up and they turn up at the same location. Yeah, and. Uh, they're both sort of angry at each other because they think each other has sold, the, the, sold yes. them this this thing. They get chased out of two two one B Baker Street by yeah. like the museum people, presumably <laughs> the, the Sherlock Holmes yeah. museum. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, their neighbour, their their yeah, their, their angry their angry neighbour who's constantly wearing a deerstalker hat played thinks by, he's Sherlock Holmes. Played by Benedict Cumberbatch. Yes, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this wow. guy who thinks he's Sherlock Holmes. Right, if you were to silhouette these characters, yeah. they would look exactly the they same. Would, they all look the same. There is no distinguishing they've some of got, these. They've all got big sort of Germanic chins, haven't they? Yeah, big Germanic chins, dark hair. <laughs> yeah. It's the aesthetic we're going for. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Let's chuck Chalamet in there as well. Yeah, Chalamet. <laughs> and um, uh, Walking Fridge Freezer. Adam Driver. Adam Driver, Adam yeah. Driver, yeah, yeah Adam yeah. Driver in there as well. So, so Chalamet is... <laughs> Uh, Chalamet we introduced like later on. Yeah, like, yeah. We've got Chalamet in, in the... He's a little London orphan. Yeah. yeah. No. <laughs> and he's also in this show he's as a well. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's also in this show, yeah. So... <laughs> So like I think two of the Shalomay we've got on the on the benches yeah. waiting, waiting waiting for when ones, ratings yeah. are pretty low. Yeah. We're just gonna go right. You're Trent Reznor's uh, estranged son. Yeah. We're gonna throw you into this mix. <laughs> see what happens. And uh, Adam Driver is the fridge freezer. The... <laughs> he's, he's the mini fridge. He's the mini fridge. <laughs> He's just stood there like that shot from The Last Jedi <laughs> with his white, <laughs> white, white two, goods. Two-panel chest. <laughs> with his white goods torso. <laughs> he stood there like, I have some bacon <laughs> in my bottom drawer. I think like Trent Reznor is is, is building up for this gig that he's I doing. I think we might have found a new kind of objectification <laughs> for Adam Driver. You've been doing it for years. We've been analogizing him to an object. <laughs> so so this sitcom's got Timmy Chalamet. Timmy Chalamet, who we might introduce later on as Trent Reznor's a strange son. I, th- I think just as uh, yeah, but but for now yeah. he keeps making cameos as um, an orphan, a little orphan newspaper, boy. a chimney sweep newspaper seller <laughs> in modern day. Yeah, London. yeah, yeah, oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah he's gig economy. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah he's... Under the Conservatives, they're back. Yeah, <laughs> chimney sweeps. Yeah, kids as chimney sweeps back. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think Trent Reznor has got to, got this uh, show to put on, and he's constantly trying to practice. Yep. While Neil Gaiman's trying to write, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, they're just—they're both. I think the, the the thing is, they're both creatives living in London. Yeah. Um, but they both think that their kind of creativity is the thing that's going to get them out of here. 
Yeah. Because they've both got no money. So yeah. it, it's like, it's them leave, living the, trying to live the kind of bohemian London lifestyle yeah. that they like, yes. whilst not having any money, living in a shed, and each other's um, thing keeps affecting them. Yeah. Like Trent Reznor's trying to practice, and then a bunch of people come around for like a writer's, uh, like, a, like a book club. Yeah, and yeah. And there's no space in the, uh, there's no space in the shed anymore. Yeah. Um, and like, <laughs> to practice... I, I love how when like a multicam sitcom this shed is massive <laughs> yeah, it's this huge. shed is huge oh for sure yeah, yeah. Or, or or we get a realistic sized shed in a studio we do no yeah we have the shed um, and we have cameras on each corner each <laughs> corner of the of the shed like down at a 45 degree angle yeah so it's like a big brother <laughs> it's like the we could easily, yeah. right? We could easily have gone down the route of let's just lock these two people in a shed <laughs> with Adam Driver <laughs> pretending to be a fridge freezer combo. See how long it takes for them to realise yeah. that he's not a fridge freezer combo. <laughs> they keep trying to open him. It's like Trent, this this fridge freezer's locked. It's, it's awfully it's... fleshy. Yeah. It's awfully fleshy and muscular. Yeah, I, I love how the theme tune is like proper angry Nine Inch Nails music. Yeah, yeah. and <laughs> and uh, Neil Gaiman is clearly like the Malcolm in the Middle here as well, right? Yeah, Constantly yeah. talking to camera and stuff like that because he's mm. the writer. Yeah, so he's writing it down. Yeah, he knows he knows the way with words, mm-hmm. and each each time it's a it's a new it's a new short story. <laughs> Neil Gaiman <laughs> living with Trent Reznor in a shed. <laughs> My roommate Trent Reznor. Yeah, there we go. Okay, so from Phil Waters, we've got We All Work From Home. We All Work From Home. Yeah, so this is like smashing together the two. So it's a Zoom sitcom. It's a Zoom. <laughs> that is a good idea. I was thinking it was a lot of housemates who all start working from home. Ah. And because because it's it's like Friends, except it's a work based sitcom now. Okay, so it's like a it's it's it's, it's a pandemic. Yeah. Um, like they're all trapped mm. in this house together. Yeah. Because you've got to be. Yeah. One of them doesn't at the, at the start. One of them doesn't have a job. Yeah. And asks the other one to help them get a job in the same place. Yeah. So they now work in the same place. Um, and then, uh, and then from 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 there outwards, it's sort of like there becomes this massive. They all work in the, like a, a similar industry, mm. but there's one episode where a big conflict of interest arises because they all have to work in the same like they all work in the same like, living room on their laptops. Yeah, but two of them have signed an NDA. Yeah, and like the other two work for rival companies, <laughs> and so they're like they're like maneuvering around the room, climbing over the t- things to try and keep the screen away from each other. That's it's a very good visual gag. But <laughs> I, I'd give it about six episodes before yeah. it gets old. Well, that, that's <laughs> one episode. They're like climbing over. <laughs> They've got screens set yeah. up yeah. To, to block the others from... Yeah. And they're constantly bickering over how much space each one's got in the yeah. office and exactly, stuff. Exactly, yeah. Um, which, again, is like a, an office-based... A sitcom trope. Yeah. Like, what, what are you doing on my part of the office? Get out. Yeah. Get exactly, out of it. Yeah, that's it. And it, but it's just a living room. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, what else? It, it's like, it's like at least at the end of the day. Yeah. If if you don't like the people you work with, you can go home. Yep. <laughs> but but this, that's, that's the tagline. 
It's like, what if you couldn't escape the people you work with? You're always you living at the office. Is yeah, the, uh, yeah. Living at uh, the office is is the is the tagline for this. Yeah, and it's set during the pandemic. Yep. obviously. Yep. So we're, we're limiting ourselves to probably one, maybe two seasons. Yeah. Well, I think I think before it starts to get like, hang on. I think no. I think this gets made in 2030. Yeah. And it's a sort of like uh, that 70s show situation. Okay. They take the styles of the time, they yeah. take the music of the time, and, they, and they're like, and the pandemic of the time. Yes. Not the new pandemic, the old one. Yeah. Uh, because this is coming out during a, a new pandemic. Yes. Okay, right. So <laughs> it's like, remember the old one? Yeah. Remember the last remember, one? Was, remember the old one that the, didn't make people vomit to yeah, death? Yeah, remember the old one that didn't peel your, peel your skin off? <laughs> That's one of the first lines. It's like, ah, oh, coronavirus. The heady days of coronavirus. Yeah. You, you might, you might choke to death. <laughs> like, like, there's the Christmas episode and they're like, they're nostalgically all, two of them are really excited about yeah. Robbie Williams's uh, Christmas <laughs> song that says, sadly, some friends disappeared and the other two are really angry about it. They're like, yeah. what the fuck? That's really incredibly insensitive. Yeah, there's like, a whole episode dedicated to the Robbie Williams song. <laughs> to the Robbie Williams Released. <laughs> um, can't stop Christmas or whatever it's called. <laughs> yeah, that's the what the episode's called. Can't stop Christmas. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's it's a nostalgic. <laughs> right? We have to sit on this for ten years. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a it's a nostalgic 2019. Because by then, like the decades of nostalgia are quickly catching up. Mm-hmm. Like I, I saw something like Blink One Eight Two and stuff like that. Yeah, like coming back and touring again oh, for like, sure. they were like uh, pretty popular at the end of the 90s here's the thing early 2000s. in the 90s yeah. at the end of the 90s early 2000s I feel like the nostalgia was for the 60s yeah I'm yeah. pretty sure it was which is 40 fucking years yeah yeah right how are we in 2000s era nostalgia territory already? We have shot through the 80s and 90s and now <laughs> yeah. we're in, like, in the last decade, we have shot through three decades this of nostalgia. Thing, I think people think they're nostalgic for the 90s, but yeah. they're all wearing styles that are definitely the 2000s. Yeah, yeah, that's the thing, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, definitely millennial styles. Yeah. So by the time we get to the to 2030s... It, it, it's... We're, we should already be putting this in development. Yeah, yeah. Is what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, basically. Because <laughs> we've only got, like, you know, five, six years until it's relevant. Until we're nostalgic for 2019. Exactly. So the first joke we have is a joke based around the fact that coronavirus, yeah. while being quite a deadly virus, yeah. did not rip your skin off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The first joke is is, is people looking... It's like how I met your mother. Yeah. It's people being like, oh, remember the days. They're like trapped in their own... They're, they're trapped in isolation pods. Yes. Um, uh, like... <laughs> <laughs> uh, they're, they're in hazmat suits. Yeah. Uh, walking... The walk, they're walking to work in hazmat suits and they're like, I wish I didn't have to do this commute. Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, remember the old days? Remember the last pandemic? Yeah. Remember when the internet didn't go down? For, remember, <laughs> remember when it, before before the blackout of 2025? Remember two pandemics ago? Yeah. <laughs> remember before remember, we... Remember human touch? Yeah. Remember that? <laughs> remember before we ran out of fossil fuels and uh, switched to this, to, to this strange alien fuel source that's causing all these, uh, all these symptoms? Remember a time before the world seemed to be directed by David Cronenberg? Remember that? <laughs> yep. 
Yeah. The heady days of 2019. Yeah, that's that's the concept. <laughs> <laughs> the heady days of so 2019. It's, so it's like how I met your mother in that there's that framing device. Yeah. But I think we lean more heavily on the framing device than how I met your mother, right? Yes. Yeah, we yeah. we have it. This half of this is set in pandemic of the future. Yeah. And half of this is set in the pandemic of the past. The, the pandemic of the future is the single cam sort of like the the. Kevin can go fuck himself. Yeah. Uh, sort of desaturated nonsense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the 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 working from home in the twenty twenties. Yeah. That's the that's the brightly saturated <laughs> like through, studio multicam sitcom. They're going right? through the wreckage of their house. Yeah. <laughs> like they they're they're pulling through the the remains <laughs> of their office. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like <laughs> it's it's just one person in a hazmat suit the entire time, yeah. and there's two urns. <laughs> On the mantelpiece. Yep, that's yeah. it. There you go. So there we go. We all work from home. <laughs> we all work from home. <laughs> that could have been a nice sort of like Should... office-based family Definitely sitcom. Could. Definitely could have. But yeah. we, yeah, we went there. <laughs> so from Francisco Pinto, we've got the fulfillment center. Fulfillment center. Yeah. I. This is so. Oh, this is perfect. Yeah. Because this is perfect corpo sitcom Mm. you know how American sitcoms used to have like you know the advertisers and then someone would it was American soaps really yeah they'd bring out the 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 product of the day oh yes yeah but in this case it's a whole sitcom by Amazon Prime (laughs) yes that's where people go to find fulfillment Yes. It's a look at an Amazon warehouse. It's a sitcom that's an Amazon warehouse, but everyone is having a lovely time. Oh, yes. <laughs> yes. And so, like, there is stuff like, um, there's the episode where someone comes in, someone we don't like, mm. right? The, the annoying sort of, uh, you've got a unionist yeah. uh, character. Oh, yeah, yeah. Who, who sneaks in from time to time. Yeah. Contrary to last week's episode, we are the union <laughs> union bloke. Well, when we're oh. being paid by Amazon, yeah, yeah, yes. yeah. <laughs> that's that's how we feel. So we're gonna frame this union guy as the, the really annoying shithead. At the moment, Tom, we're being paid by mostly leftist um, fans of the podcast. Yeah, yeah. So we <laughs> we, so we love unions. Once, once Amazon chunks into the Patreon. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, that's when we go full on anti-union. Exactly, yeah. And I think for this one we can start with that. Yeah, yeah, just a teaser of what what we would what we would go with. Yeah, yeah so like the, these these people just trying to make an honest wage for, yeah, for yeah. living for for working working like the, the hours that who's the company's like, told them to. Who's and, chill enough to do this? Um, um Chris Pratt and Chris Rock. Chris Pratt and Chris Rock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like this. <laughs> and um, I, I think Wayne Knight would be a pretty good um, union yeah. bloke. Who's yeah, just yeah, like, yeah. He's, he's like, oh, you should, you should be standing up for yourself. This, this place is horrible. And then, and they're like looking around, and there's obviously there is an open box yeah. with a sofa. Mm. Like it's, it's, it's like it's, it's a cool set where there's boxes everywhere, shelves. Yeah. And then halfway up a, sh- a shelf on like the first rung, mm. there is a, a, an open box like this flopped open um, uh, on two sides, which has a sofa on it. Yeah, like they 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 packaged up a, a sofa, but nobody, this person didn't want it, so they've got it like flopped open. And yeah. they're like half the time, half the scenes of them hanging out on that sofa, just like shooting the breeze. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's but like, and then and then the. Uh... 
the floor manager comes over and it's like, what are you two cheeky chappies doing? <laughs> get back to work. Get back to work. Oh, I know we should. <laughs> I can't wait. I can't wait to get back to work. I think I think we should do the subtle thing yeah. of like hint at because we we can't stand the work the, the working practices of Amazon. Yeah. Like they're just horror like a horrible company to work mm. for i would imagine um so i think at one point like one episode we should have them just do you know that dance you do when you really want to go to the loo yeah we should have the entire cast do that yeah yeah for the whole episode well it's that's the intro it's like um peacemaker yeah the entire intro is the cast doing a dance thing like they need to go to the loo and i think at one point i think chris pratt should just piss himself <laughs> yeah yeah we don't make any mention of it. we don't make any mention that's of normal. it just just a puddle <laughs> that's normal like, appears on his yeah. crotch yeah meanwhile yeah because we're in charge of the production yeah but but they will look over the script yeah yeah right or so so we don't put in the script that Chris Pratt pisses himself but while we're directing it it's like now piss yourself (laughs) we have him under the thumb yeah ironically we have him so so pushed down by our working practices because by this point we're the only we're the only ones who'll take him (laughs) because he's not vaccinated yeah yeah But like, um, yeah, it's like, oh, Chris Pratt, why'd you piss yourself? Oh, because I missed my bathroom break. Because I was I was getting a box from all the way over on the other side of the warehouse. Oh, you silly moose. <laughs> you silly moose. And it's played for laughs. <laughs> it's played for laughs. And then one of them, of course, of course, of course, it's going to be heartwarming because it's called the Fulfillment Centre. Yeah. So it's pictured, if you've seen this in social media where... Um, uh, they put like um, this couple knew that this uh, delivery guy couldn't uh, couldn't make couldn't stop for a snack and a drink mm. um, uh, on his rounds, so they put some out for him, and it's seen as really heartwarming yeah. that this person is like crying because they've been given a bottle of water. Yeah, right. Um, like that's real. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> what we do the same thing. We make it so that Chris Rock offering to go and take to go and uh, instead of taking his break going to get that box for Chris Pratt so that he can go to the toilet yeah. is the most heartwarming part of the episode yeah. the audience goes ah it, it's it's like it's like in Parks and Rec where they spend an enormous amount of money and time doing something for for their friend yeah. that I don't think anyone would do in yeah, real life exactly in this case it's um Chris Rock is um uh, Chris Rock is 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 going for he's going for the top of the leaderboard. Yes, of, of packages move right mm. in this episode. Um, meanwhile, Chris Pratt didn't get a good night's sleep. Yeah, right. And so he's he's, he's only had four hours in between shifts. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So he's really slow. Yeah. And he's 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 idling at the bottom, and so he decides that he can't get his pee break. Oh yeah. So he wets himself. Yeah. On stage. In the middle of in the middle of the in the middle of the set, right? That's where we both shout from behind the camera. Piss yourself! <laughs> you better piss yourself in the moment. You want it? Yeah, yeah. Um, as, as directorial <laughs> notes go, it's a pretty, it's a pretty forward one. It is. <laughs> Just two men. Chris Pratt, piss yourself. <laughs> anyway, he he he, he wets himself. Yeah. And then there's this whole hullabaloo of him trying to hide it and like 
um, he's he's mopping and he's like, "You're on, you're not on mopping duty," says um, Danny DeVito, the the boss. Oh yeah, the floor um, manager. Yeah, yeah. The floor manager. He's like, "You're not on on, on mopping duty." He's like, "I'm just trying my best," says Chris Pratt. Right. Um, and uh, I, I think that this this episode, this piss episode, yeah. uh, that it'll be known episode. The episode, yeah, the, the piss one. <laughs> the one, the the, the, gang... the one where the one where Chris Pratt pisses himself. <laughs> yeah, that's what it's called. <laughs> to make a joke on on the Friends format yeah, of naming episodes. Yeah, we episodes. all got it. <laughs> it's the episode that's brought to you by, you know, those sort of stadium pals you can get, which, yeah. like, it goes in your pocket and there's, yeah. like, a tube that goes to your, yeah, to your yeah. willy or whatever. Yes. And you can piss in it and you don't have to go to the loo because mm-hmm. if you're stuck in, like, a stadium watching a band, yeah. it's, like, miles it's, away to the nearest loo. It's like a reverse camelback. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so it's... <laughs> So like it's brought to you by them, and, yeah. and Chris Rock at the end of the episode brings Chris Pratt one of these. It's yeah. like here's how you can get to the we're top of leaderboard. Have, yeah, we're never gonna have this problem again. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, we they, we have the thing about him trying to hide it. We have Danny DeVito being like, "You're not on 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 mopping piss mopping duty." Yeah, Danny DeVito. Chris Pratt. <laughs> he says he says piss mopping duty. <laughs> yeah, as if he thinks it's not Chris Pratt that's that's done it. Yeah, but he does expect there to be piss on the floor yeah. regularly. Yeah, yeah, like. That's the, the context here. Yeah, yeah. Danny Vito is wearing just an adult diaper. <laughs> yeah. Every time. Yep. <laughs> an adult diaper with the with the Amazon tick on it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the Amazon sort of arrow. Yeah. Not a tick. It's a, it's and again, one of those subtle things is we frame it so it looks like a penis. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we do. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the Amazon and, arrow. But front and back. Yeah. yeah. Do you know the Amazon logo, right? How it says Amazon, mm. and it's like an arrow, a smiling arrow. Yeah. It points from A to Z. There you go. Yeah, the more you know. But yes, so you've got that that whole that scene. You've got the scene where Chris uh, Chris Rock is trying to get to the top of the leaderboard by doing yeah. all sorts of stuff. Yeah, you know he's 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 like um, uh, trying to he's he's brought along some micro scooters, his kids' micro scooters, oh, yeah. and he's running parcels along those, trying to get like strap them on, and uh, yeah. and it's and it's sort of working, but it's not, you know, yeah. it's, it, and that sort of thing. And then um, uh, like he's getting to the top of the leaderboard, and then he sees that 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 Chris Pratt is like he's in punishment zone oh yeah he's in the in the death zone of yeah. like you'll get reprimanded for this yeah and he's like oh no and he's and, he, and, and while you know he's carrying chris pratt's box as well on, yeah. his, on his on his new scooter method yeah and chris pratt tells him all about the problem he's having mm. at that point that's when chris rock decides to take on this this box these these boxes all the way to the other end of the warehouse mm. so that Chris Pratt can get a uh, toilet break. Then at the end, yeah, right. <clears throat> I think Wayne Knight should slip on the piss and it'd be played for laughs. Oh, it's really funny. Yeah, it's he, really funny when he, he, he slips on the piss. on the piss, cracks his head open, blood just sort of mixing in with the piss. Yeah, doesn't get picked up by an ambulance or anything like. No one's got time. Yeah. Everyone's working. No, yeah, and the, the ambulance is too expensive. Yeah, I mean, yeah, way too expensive. Yeah, and he's a ambulance. unionist. Yeah, yeah. He's why union. can't his union come and game? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's what that's what uh, Danny DeVito says. Yeah, why can't his union come? Why and can't your union come and get? You? Where's your union now, Wayne Knight? <laughs> <laughs> or did you not pay him enough fees <laughs> out of your wages? Yeah. 
Instead of paying the union out of your wages, you could have been saving that money for better shoes that don't slip in the piss. <laughs> Look at my shoes. And then he, he picks his shoes up and it's got piss guard on the bottom. Yeah, yeah, piss guard. Piss guard, <laughs> only from Amazon Prime. <laughs> Get him next day delivered, he says to the camera. And then... That's what you should have been putting your wage on, not this union shit. And then um, Chris Pratt comes back from the bathroom. The day's score results have come out, Mm. right? And Chris Rock has not come top. No. He's not won it. And, but... Chris Pratt hasn't lost it either. He's not gone into the yeah. to the punishment zone. Only Craig's gone into the punishment zone. Okay. Yeah, so it's fine. Yeah. Um, Craig, <laughs> Craig, this little skeleton man. Yeah. Yeah. It's Mackenzie Crook This, from this the withered zombie. Yeah. It's withered zombie of a man. Yeah. AC from time to he, time. He's like 70 years old. And he comes out of the solitary confinement chamber yeah. from his previous punishment to move one box and then gets shut back in. Because all he does is get punished. I've, I've got mouths to feed. <laughs> and um, uh, and uh, then and then Chris Pratt says, "But what about but Chris Rock? What about your your leaderboard position?" And the, and Chris Chris Rock goes, "I guess I guess my kids." And he's on the phone. Uh, turns out my kids wanted their micro scooters back. <laughs> And he goes, but don't worry, I've got an idea to save us both time in the future. And that's when he brings out the the um, uh, piss bottle. Yes. Yeah, you know, yeah. Those... We don't need breaks anymore. We can just piss in this bottle as we, we can, work. We can work all day. No Why... more bathroom breaks. Yeah. Why do we need a break when we have this piss bottle? Next week, we'll have, like, intravenous stuff that gives us <laughs> nutrition. As we continue to work through our breaks. <laughs> we are fully automated people. And we are fulfilled, they say to the camera. Ah. And, uh, woo! And, then was, woo, and then that's the end of the episode. There yeah, you go. There you go. There the you fulfillment centre. An Amazon Prime exclusive. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or wouldn't that be on Netflix? No, no, no. No, no, it's, no, it's, no it's an Amazon Prime. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's definitely Amazon Prime. Definitely Amazon Prime. Because... because like importantly yeah. the people who we want to see it will get the subtext yeah. the people who are paying us will not that's that's it that's <laughs> it so those were all our sitcoms yes yeah that was, that was good fun that was a lot of fun yeah yeah I enjoyed that I, I enjoyed enjoyed Neil Gaiman and Trent Reznor <laughs> I love the idea that Trent Reznor is the name that pulls this sitcom yeah it's gonna make it happen yeah yeah um, so, Only from Nine Inch Nails. That's what people will say. Yeah, Neil Gaiman didn't he write Sandman? <laughs> no, that was Neil Gaiman, who was also in the sitcom. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, hopefully, you've enjoyed them as much as we enjoyed pitching them. Thank you all for listening, and thank you to everyone who gave us titles. Yeah, yeah we, we had loads of titles, all very fun titles. Yeah, I was really hesitant to do like sitcoms. Yeah, really. Yeah, but because it's sitcoms, we can we can take the worst elements of that genre and really <laughs> amplify them. 
Yeah, it's true. Um, but yes, so thank you to everyone who gave us those, uh, like all those titles. There's loads of them. Yeah. Um, uh, so uh, if you want to give us those titles, Tom, where can they go? They can go to facebook.com forward slash Life's a Pitch podcast and Twitter as well. We are at Life's a Pitch show on Twitter. So if you want to give us titles uh, on Fridays when we usually put a genre out, keep watch for those posts and get your titles in. Yes, indeed. And if you want to help us out, uh, if you've enjoyed the show enough that you uh, wish us well, yes. then you can uh, always please tell your friends about the podcast. Thank you to everyone on Twitter who is uh, sharing the podcast when it goes out and to uh, all, all those who are um, involved in the Yorkside Dorks universe oh. who are, who are uh, spreading it wide. Yeah, I wanted to mention them because um, because they do they do share the podcast quite a lot. Yeah. Um, so uh, and uh, of course, if you don't want to do that, if you don't want to tarnish the 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 cleanly uh, and 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 wholesome nature of your social media profile, <laughs> then um, uh, or if you don't just want to tell your friends about us, which fair enough, little bit awkward, but fair enough. Yeah. Um, you can always go over to patreon.com forward slash life's a pitch podcast and keep us your dirty little secret yeah. um, uh, yeah. that makes you laugh on the bus um, we uh, if you want to go with that you can give us a little bit of money each month and it helps the podcast keep going it helps to keep the lights on here at life's a pitch towers mm. um, which you know the lights are getting more and more expensive every day oh, yes. so yeah. um, it does genuinely really help if you want to go over there and help us out uh, for the work we do on this podcast then do that uh, you can get votes on the genre you can mm. get bonus pitches yeah. uh, all sorts of nonsense over there in there yeah there's, there's just more content for sure hundreds yeah. of hours of it to be yes, honest I think um, so yeah. <laughs> uh, and that's just the titanic commentary <laughs> it's just the titanic commentary yeah. aren't you glad we we didn't do dances with wolves um, <laughs> so uh, thank you to all these people that is Brandon Spanky Mills Ross New and Improved Philly Peeps Jeremy L. Kyam Stephen D. Thomas okay time for my Patreon name to be some weird shit again Brenda here John's mum listen to a new episode of Lace is Ace at orcsardorks.podbean.com I have to give a warning I think this one has some troubling content in it uh, fingers to hand that wasn't part of the name I just okay. I've, I've, I've overheard that I think this one is is potentially a little triggering is to it some up people. there with the erotica different kind of triggering I think there is some some death so whether or not that entices you or whether or not that scares you away good um fingers to hand sneaky fish boy did million james delaney normal regular david benson phillips this is probably the wrong place to say this but your friend sliced alone with his regular stuff going on brent black absolutely conventional julian rind tut the postman there was a funny name here once it's gone now. Joseph Hegarty. Tom's mum. We are very proud of you soon. The Serial Dragon. Back in Bisqueness. I love the new universe smell pervading all existence. Hi, Sora. Enjoying it. I need benzos. I need benzos. I need benzos. I need benzos. Stephen, look how normal everything is again. Heavenson. Alex NSFW. The Wakening of Old Landmarks Boy. Hark, the Herald Angels sing of the second Patreon account I created to join this stupid ARG. Just a friendly spinach. Oh, shit, did I miss episode 400? Yes. Stonehenge but screaming. Bloop. Confused druid who can hear screaming. 
Grover Cleveland, Benjamin Harrison, Grover Cleveland, William McKinley, Theodore Roosevelt, William Howard, Taft. Wee! Taft. Oh, bloody hell, Taft. The big bloke. The big bloke. The Mr. Big, bloke. big Taft. Mr. Big Taft. On his big raft. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe we should have pitched that as a single. <laughs> Mr. Big Taft on his big raft. <laughs> William Howard Taft yeah. gets, gets shipwrecked. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just him. In his boat, in his bath that they made specially for the... Um, uh, for his warship. Yes. Yeah, so. yeah. I like that idea. That's a good one. We're still pitching sitcoms. <laughs> We're still going. We're still pitching sitcoms. So we end the show as we always do with the Yes Very Clever Award, uh, which is the award we go out. Someone's given us a title based around an existing title and just had a bit of fun with it. Had a little joke. Yeah. Had a little joke. Um, and I'm just going to read that out right now. So yeah. from Pete Mello, we've got Some Mowers Do Have Them. <laughs> what long necks? <laughs> Big big legs. Big legs. Big yeah. legs, yeah. Some mowers. Some mowers. Not all. <laughs> no. Some mowers. So that was obviously a joke about some mothers do have yes, them. Yes. Do, Go some... and watch that. It's great. It's great. Yeah. Frank Skinner. Spence. No, Frank Spencer. Frank Skinner's not involved in that one now. <laughs> Frank Spencer. It's a little bit later. Going down a hill on a bath at yep. one point. Uh, oh, Betty. Oh, and any time I do a funny a funny voice, yeah. usually it ends up as, as Frank Spencer. Yeah, so, it's, yeah, it's a pretty funny voice to do. <laughs> uh, so yeah, watch, go watch that if you yeah. can find it. Yeah. Might be on BBC America. Yeah. You know knows. what? Forget the Patreon. Just go and do that. Yeah, just go do that. <laughs> just go do that. Uh, so until next week, I've been Tomograph. I've been Matt Turner. And Life's a Pitch has been recorded in front of a live studio audience. Remember who pitched it. 